Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Love is not something you get. It's not something someone else has and something that you have to earn. It is not something that exists outside of you when someone doesn't want to express affection and love and respect to you. You have two choices. You can try to change that fact and, you know, keep yourself stuck. Or you can keep giving love, which will actually help you move on. The pain of not having love is the pain of your heart being closed. The pain of losing love is the pain of your heart closing. The pain of losing love is trying to change or manipulate someone into thinking or seeing you differently. It is not actually a loss of love. It is a step into delusion and denial. It is the adoption of the idea that you are not lovable as you are. Love is not something anybody can take away from you. It is not something also that anybody can truly give you either. It's not something that you get. It is something you experience. And that exchange requires an equal and honest and willing contribution on each side. It's not something that anybody is responsible to do for you. And it's not something that anybody owes you in a life. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Ready? Hi, everyone, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I am your big sister and your host, Violetta. And today I wanted to welcome you to what originally was supposed to be a Tuesday episode, but today you are getting it on a Thursday. Since on Tuesday, I decided to release my interview with Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules to discuss season 11, what to expect, the current drama on the current episodes that have aired. So in case you miss it, make sure to check out my drama-filled episode with Sheena that I released on Tuesday. So then today you are getting what originally was supposed to be a Tuesday episode, but you're getting on a Thursday. And basically my Tuesday episodes are all part of Benson Book Club. Since I am writing a book this year, very excited for it. It's taking time and it's a lot of work and I'm really proud of it. I can't wait for you guys to get to read it by the end of this year. But in the meantime, since I'm writing a book this year, I've decided to dedicate my Tuesday episodes to some of my favorite books, some of my favorite authors, and some of my favorite chapters from those books. I will continue to share with you various books and various authors, depending on whatever the topic of the month is for the podcast. So since we are entering March, which is all about love, I have thought that today's episode is perfect to read a chapter all about why we hold on to unreciprocated love. How do we let go of people who don't love us? 
How do we let go of one-sided love? Why do we love those who don't love us back? How do we let go of the idea of someone and why we are so drawn to people who don't love us? So that's going to be what we are going to be reading and sharing today. So I hope you enjoy. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to download the episode. That's one. So you can always go back to this episode, especially because sometimes I'm changing episodes. So if you don't download it and I, for whatever reason, take down an episode, you will never get to have it again. But if you download it, you will. So download the episode. Secondly, please feel free to subscribe and give me a five-star review if you enjoyed today's episode on the podcast app. It always helps my podcast tremendously. Share with your friends. And lastly, if you want more episodes from me, like uh, you're going to get some episodes this week about Love is Blind, about the new episodes and extra episodes that you've never heard anywhere else that I don't publish on this podcast, you can subscribe to my premium exclusive podcast I will share in the bio description of today's episode. And it's basically just supercast.almostadulting.com. And you can subscribe to my premium podcast to get an extra one to two episodes a week. Okay. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I love you. And whatever you're going through, don't forget, you will get through it. It will get better. Whoever is currently breaking your heart, I promise you, one day you will get over them. They are not your person. If they were your person, then they would feel the same way as you did. Okay? Your person is still out there. Love you. I used to wonder how you let go of the things that are killing you when it feels like it will kill you to let go. How you decide between... If things are meant to be, they will be, and if you want it, you have to go get it. I think we hold on the tightest to the things that aren't meant for us because at some level we know they aren't really ours. We're always seeking the love we know we don't have. We're always trying to prove the things that are not entirely self-evident. We know that when we stop thinking and talking and racking through the details again and again, it will really be over. When all that exists is an idea Holding on is the only way to keep it. Hi everyone and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-help podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I'm your big sister and your host, Violetta. Welcome to another brand new Tuesday all about Benson Book Club. As you know, I'm writing a book this year, which is why I'm reading loads of books and learning how to write and how to read. <laughs> Well, not really how to read, but you get my gist. And that is why every Tuesday I will be taking you on this journey with me by reading through some of my favorite books, some of my favorite chapters, whatever the topic of the month is. So today I will be reading why we hold on the tightest on the things that are meant for us and how to finally stop loving someone that doesn't love us back how to finally let go of the idea of someone and choose ourselves. This is all from 101 Essays that Will Change the Way You Think. So why we hold on the tightest to the things that are meant for us? Maybe it's because letting go has little to do with giving somebody permission to leave our lives or declare that they don't love us anymore or walk away for good and everything to do with accepting that they already have. They already left before we ever told them that it was okay to leave. 
I don't know about faith, but I do know the things that are ours don't require us to mentally and emotionally latch onto them to remain. That the best things are never forced. They're never created out of ultimatums. They never leave us reeling and questioning them for months or years at a time. I do know that you cannot prove how much you love by how much you're pained over loss. That you do not prove your character by how well you can convince other people you're doing the right thing. And I do know that it's never the love that hurts you. It's the attachment to the idea of what it's supposed to be. I do know that we will never be able to find real love unless we learn to detach from what it should be. I do know that we're never going to find true happiness until we do the same. I do know that nothing here lasts and the idea that it does is an illusion. We eventually lose everything, every last thing we have and own. So the point isn't what we lose, but what we had in the first place. We aren't meant to attain things like bullet points on a resume. We're supposed to go through them and let them go through us. Some love teaches us what it has to teach us in the month some a lifetime. Neither is more important than the other. The things that are meant for us are the things that force us to stop seeking an external light, but to start becoming it. The things that are meant for us are trying and joyous and beautiful and excruciating. They're the things that we don't think about, the things we don't have to hold onto tightly to make it happen. So what is the one question to ask yourself if you're finally tired of fighting for someone's love. You see, we talk a lot about how to get love. In fact, we talk about it nonstop. How to land a date, turn someone on, find a boyfriend, make yourself respected, admired, seen as successful. We talk about how to convince someone to commit, how to convince someone to get married, to take us out again. All of these things the ways to try to manipulate the love that people give us. We talk a lot about how to get love, but we talk very little about how to give it. We talk about getting love as though it's some prerequisite to give the love back, as though giving, if we aren't receiving, makes us weak, as though no respectable person would keep being kind and loving to someone who didn't love them back, as though being loving is being devoted rather than being strong, and honest, and true, and sometimes walking away. You cannot convince someone to love you if they don't. This, above most else, is a rule. Love is not something you get. It's not something someone else has and something that you have to earn. It is not something that exists outside of you when someone doesn't want to express affection and love and respect to you. You have two choices. You can try to change that fact, and, you know, keep yourself stuck. Or you can keep giving love, which will actually help you move on. The pain of not having love is the pain of your heart being closed. The pain of losing love is the pain of your heart closing. The pain of losing love is trying to change or manipulate someone into thinking or seeing you differently. It is not actually a loss of love. It is a step into delusion and denial. 
It is the adoption of the idea that you are not lovable as you are. Love is not something anybody can take away from you. It is not something also that anybody can truly give you either. It's not something that you get. It is something you experience. And that exchange requires an equal and honest and willing contribution on each side. It's not something that anybody is responsible to do for you. And it's not something that anybody owes you in a life. If you go on living as though other people require to give you love, you will never actually experience it. If you go on living as though love is something that is always required of you, then you will actually find it in everything. In every stranger on the subway, on the three-day long relationship, <laughs> six-year love affair that almost was it, and everything else. All of these different loves become equally important. The pain of losing transmutes into the beauty of having discovered something more important than someone who can promise you a forever. Your life turns into a series of little love stories, all of which teach you how to love better, how to give more, how to be more of yourself, what you like, what you don't like, how to walk away with grace, how to respect yourself genuinely, and how to listen to your intuition. When you want to pity yourself over how little love you're getting, I implore you and I ask you to stop and consider how much are you actually giving? So yes, you must give love and you have to continue giving love because that's how you get that love back. Don't hold not loving someone against them and so on. I don't know if you're like me, but one thing that's been really annoying me this year is when I started to notice the cost of all the delivery fees and all the extra fees that you get charged when you try to order delivery. So you order one small delivery for like a $5 burger, you end up spending $150 in fees, which is why I finally discovered Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better and cheaper every single day and they make it so easy wherever tomorrow takes you they have your back because they have these pre-prepared chef crafted and dietitian approved meals that are delivered right to your door i'm all about meal plans this year i'm all about factor for 2024 you will have over 35 different options a week to choose from including keto calorie smart vegan plus veggie meat and whatever you want and so much more there's even more meals to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? You can get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go and a lot of money that you save by doing this, okay? They have two-minute meals that fuel you up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat up and eat wherever you are, which are the ones that I use. They have snacks, smoothies, and so much more. You get to discover of a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday, midday bites, and so much more. And you get to sign up and save. I've done the math. Factor is less expensive than any takeout. And every meal is dietitians approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for something that's fast, upscale, and done easily. They're also flexible with your schedule. You get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18. That's right, six to 18 meals per week. Plus, 
you can pause or reschedule the deliveries at any time. There's no prep. There's no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. And I love that for me, okay? There's no preparing. There's no cooking. There's no cleanup. It's straight to your door. So head to factormeals.com slash adulting50 and use my code adulting50 to get 50% off of your whole order. That is code adulting50 at factormeals.com slash adulting50 to get 50% off of your meal orders. Not only will you eat better, but you will save loads of money on top of the 50% that I'm also giving you. Love you, besties. So when I started podcasting a while back, an online store for me was the furthest thing from my mind. I'm just it's too unorganized. And now I'm back to selling merch on shopdaddyissues.com. And honestly, you guys, it's so easy. And it's only easy, in my opinion, because I'm using Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, including for people like me who know nothing about building a shop online. They basically help you every step of the way from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow, whether you are promoting protein powders or you're selling your cat hair (laughs) or you're selling some supplements or you're selling podcast merch or you're selling all of your excess stuff. Whatever it is that you're selling, Shopify helps you sell everywhere and anywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you are selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify's magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is that no matter how big you want to grow, how small you're starting, Shopify gives you everything that you need to take control and take care of your business and take it to the next level. I don't know where I would be without them. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. And Shopify is a global force behind Allbirds, Shop Daddy Issues, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to help support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash adulting all lowercase again go to shopify.com slash adulting now to grow your business no matter what stage you are in that is shopify.com slash adulting but then sometimes we fall into the space where sure we learn how to love ourselves because we constantly give love to everyone around us. But even though we love ourselves, we can help by loving someone that doesn't love us back. And eventually it becomes unhealthy to keep giving love to somebody that doesn't reciprocate, somebody that doesn't respect you, someone that takes it for granted. It's up to you to figure out what your boundaries are. Because it's one thing to give love to everyone around you and it's another thing to be taken for granted. When you give, when you spill over too much love that you forget to give love to yourself. Because the truth is, when you start to really love yourself, you start to remove people who don't love you in your life. People who disrespect you because you will stop and see, well, I never speak to myself this way. 
I would never treat myself this way, then why would I allow this person to speak to me like that? Why would I allow and put up with this person to treat me this way? That's what happens. But for those where it doesn't happen fast enough, how do you fall out of love with the idea of someone? Because a lot of the time, it's not our need to fall out of love with someone. It's the fact that we are in love with the idea of someone that we cannot let go. So what do we do? There are two ways things turn out. You lose a thing, you replace it with something else. It's better than what you lost, you're happy. Or you lose a thing, it doesn't disappear when it's replaced. Not having it becomes as much of a presence as having it was. And you're told the things you can't forget about are meant to be on your mind. The simple aftermath of having loved somebody so deeply, you hold on to a someone and somebody that was supposed to be yours. We are told to believe that not being able to let go of things we lose does nothing but prove how much we love them in the first place. But I don't think that's true. Living with a ghost, crafting an idea that you need to hold on to to fill a space or insecurity with, is using the idea of someone to fix something about yourself. We love heartbreak and we love putting it on ourselves. We're more nostalgic for things that never happen than we are grateful and present the things that are. We start missing things we never had that we just created in our minds in this false alter reality. The things that are easily replaced are usually the ones that you haven't attached existential meaning to. That is to say, they're the things you don't rely on to give you a sense of self. The things that don't leave your head are not the ones that show you what's quote-unquote meant to be. They're the things that show you what you're still not okay with on your own. You know what unconditional love is? Unconditional love is loving someone even if they don't unconditionally love you in return. That's affection without pretense. That's what we claim we're after, and yet we can barely grasp the idea. Most people we enjoy because their contact highs. The idea of types and standards are proof that we're just looking for somebody to play a role. Heartbreak is the aftermath of when somebody steps out of the very specific notion you had of them. Suddenly, they're not doing what you think they should be doing, and so they are wrong. The inability to detach is holding on to the fact that the package looked so perfect at first. The pieces seemed to fit. But still, being in love with somebody that you only used to know is like falling in love with a book, which I know sounds like some dumb example, but people really do fall in love with them. The point is, you can love it all you want, but it's a story that runs parallel to yours. At the end of the day, it's static. It's memory. It's a sentence that you cannot change. It ends how it ends. It says what it says. A friend once told me that the secret to finding love was not actually to look for it, but to heal the things that were preventing you from seeing and receiving it. I think the biggest one of all is, what will having this love fix? What will having this person next to me make me feel better about what do I need them to tell me what do I need them to prove who do I need them to look great in front of what purpose do they serve for my ego this is true of many things not just of love 
We confuse genuine affection and real love with the light, happy, free feeling we experience for a few seconds, a few days, a few months when we have fed our egos. That's why it doesn't last. That's why we hold on to ideas of things that were and things that we need to be. The idea of someone saving us, the idea that someone saved something about ourselves. And the more we hold on to these fragments of a person, those sound bites, those dreams that distract us from the moment, we end up with a few distilled memories that we've turned into life-sustaining hopes. And we piece it all together and we place it onto the shoulders of the person who we thought loved us enough to make us love ourselves. And if you're not careful, the person will become a part of you. They will become the good part, the whole part, the love of your life, when in reality it should be you. Wow, I love that ending. So what is the very important reason why we keep choosing love? We keep choosing to love people who cannot love us back. Well, the purpose of a relationship is not to be loved perfectly or forever. It is not to have our every whim and wish met and fulfilled. It is not to be completed or to have our minds and hearts fueled by the hormonal stimulation we think is a feeling of love. The purpose of a relationship is not the universe way of saying you are worthy and here is someone to prove it. The purpose of a relationship is to see ourselves completely. It is to see the parts of ourselves that we are otherwise unconscious of. The purpose of a relationship is to infuriate and overjoy and destroy us so we can see what angers us, what thrills us and where we need to give ourselves love. The purpose of a relationship is not to fix us or heal us or to make us whole and happy. It is to show us where we need fixing and what parts of us are still broken. And perhaps the most brutal of all, that nobody can do this work or make us happy but ourselves. We choose to love people who cannot love us back to teach ourselves that we are in fact worthy of being loved back. We choose these people because they represent the parts of us that we don't love. Why else would we waste our time on people who do not return our affection? We choose to love these people because they are truly the only ones with whom we share an intimate connection deep enough that it can awaken and illuminate the darkest corners of ourselves. And they are the only ones who can leave and let us do what we are here to do, to resolve and actualize and heal them on our own. It is not the nature of love that people struggle with, but what it is designed to do. Most of our turmoil simply comes from never having been told that, that love will keep breaking our hearts until they open and that we will be the ones throwing ourselves in again and again and again. Our life partners are the people who come after the love that opens us. Our big loves are the love that emerges after we think we've lost them already. They come after we're ready, after we've already cleared out the damage, only after we've learned what it means to love ourselves. It is in this we realize that love is sharing what we already have, not relying on someone else to give us something to supplement. It is in this that we realize how crucial it was to love the people who could never love us back. They were never meant to. 
And the rest only depends on how long it takes us to realize this. I love that page so much. Wow. So if you're looking for love, then the truth is you have to be the person that you're looking for. You have to live as if it's already yours. That's sort of part of the manifesting stuff. And you have to know when to walk away. Everyone thinks that the hardest part of dating and love is finding someone. But the truth is the hardest part of dating is knowing when to walk away, knowing when enough is enough, knowing when you've learned the lesson you need to learn. You've taken all the love you can get from that relationship and now it's time to choose yourself all over again. And yes, love will keep breaking you. But love is also beautiful and exciting and you can't have the joy you seek in life without also experiencing pain. And I think, like I previously said, you need to get your heart broken and really go through it sometimes in order to find the person you're finally meant to be with because you will get to become the person you're meant to be in order to be with the person you're meant to be with. <laughs> anyway, you guys, that is all for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please go ahead and give me a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. It helps my podcast tremendously and helps me stay afloat and stay in the charts. And also, like I previously said, we are now moving to three episodes a week. So if you enjoyed today's episode, guess what? We have two more this week. That is for my OG besties, my OG listeners. And you can subscribe to my podcast in the description bio of this episode so you get to catch more of me. <laughs> okay, you guys, I love you. Don't forget to love yourselves. Bye.